gotten that, and then suddenly, because you prayed and brought judgment on the wicked kingdom, your brook dries up. Because there's no more rain. You stop the rain. So, I want to encourage you with this. You're like, now, is this encouraging? It should be, because your Bible is full of this. You're praying big things when you're praying in Jesus' name. And I promise you, you barely have scratched the surface of how much you're praying. And I'm so thankful for that. If it was, if the answers to my prayer were left up to me, I'd be the most famous guy, rich, and never have a problem. But it's not. It's not. It's left up to him. He's going to make Jesus the most famous guy on the planet. He's going to do that by destroying his enemies, putting every enemy under his feet. And in the midst of it, there's going to be some casualties of this war, and you and I are going to go through some pain. So I think there's a cross to a genuine prayer life. And why I'm talking about this right now is I got a full head of steam during this break. My call is not to build church members. I want to I want to prepare intercessors. And I think our lives, everybody knows we ought to pray more. I think a ton of us are discouraged because we don't see the power and offended because we feel the pain. Everybody hear me? I'll say it again. I know I, this is my point, but our prayer lives are being ripped off because of discouragement, we don't see the power, and then we've lacked perseverance, and because of the offense and the pain that's come to our lives, and it's really been a result of our prayer life. So, if we get this together, then we can get into agreement with Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, Hebrews 12, you remember that? It says, I'm, probably you've heard of it, he's sending a kingdom. He has a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And he's shaking everything. I think we're praying for the shaking of God. Shake the financial institution. Shake those dictators. Shake the planet. Shake everything. So idolatry, you know, people are, are rattled from the intoxication of a Babylonian spirit that's seducing them into immorality, sensuality, into loving riches and bowing down. You pray for a shaking, you live on the same planet that that's going to happen on. Amen? Excited about being a prayer? Because it's about to get intense. Ton of it's coming because y'all prayed. Because the prayer movement's been crying out globally for what the ultimate thing is. He's gonna, this, this front here, there's some stuff going on that's really uncomfortable right now. In churches, the way they're reorienting. And I know this, and I heard somebody say this. It's got to be more. Everybody's talking about a new normal. It's got to be more than we use the internet different, we spend our money a little different. The, the, that's not the big changes he's after. He's after some bigger changes than that. He's after the issues of our heart. And will you agree with me, my prophetic community, which is the body of Christ, will you proclaim the word and pray the word, bear the consequence of that proclamation, and give me glory all the way through until we get this eternal thing going? No more devil, no more sickness, no more death. So I feel like it's a time for us to count the cost, to embrace the cross, to Start telling the truth about the whole Bible. I, some friend, I know I'm, this is like a sum up of a stew of everything I've said, but I'm so weary of cherry picking the Bible. So weary of the body of Christ cherry picking the Bible. I like this part about Jesus and that part, but the part where he says, pluck my eye out and I might go the fires of hell, I'm just going to kind of like not highlight that and move on. Cherry picking the Bible, and all it is, guys, is we're breaking the second commandment. Not only that we should not have any God for, but don't make any graven images. We're making an image of God 
that suits us. It's going to be devastating. So many are set up for the warfare of the enemy because they wouldn't take the whole counsel of the Word of God. And I in no way am saying I'm the guy with that. I promise you, I'm still grappling. I read through my reading today. I was like, oh my gosh, that Jesus. That's so intense how unuser-friendly you are, you know? It's so non-attractional. It's like, seriously, everybody's pretty fascinated with your miracles. Why talk about eating your flesh? Just not a good strategic move, Jesus, you know? And he, and he loses that, but it's like so paramount that we deal with this graven image building, this build God in the way we want him, you know? And, and, and I just think that I'm pro-intimacy, pro-he loves us. We've not even scratched the surface. We need to get more of it. We need to pray for a miracle that we can know how big the love is. It'll blow your heart up. But you also don't need to deny that he's full of justice. And that many are going to cry out, in the sixth seal, hide me from the wrath of the lamb. The lamb has got love and he's got wrath. And both are going to manifest. Yay, we're out here on a Friday night. Aren't you excited to be with Sam again? Sorry. No, I'm not really sorry. I just, we need to build an army of intercessors that are, that are not playing games, cherry-picking the Bible, and unawares of the cost of a dynamic prayer life. Because a dynamic prayer life just might get you thrown in jail. Dynamic prayer life, anointed prayer life, might just get you killed. Everybody signing up? Who's in? So I uh, just want to encourage you tonight with these words. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing better than praying the word of God. Bringing an usher in his glory. Your eternal retirement, you'll be glad you did. You will not be glad on that day to fire test what we did if all you did was try to manipulate him with Bible principles to get what you wanted. Nobody's going to be happy with that. We want to live and be all in for his name and glory. So Father, I think the lack of prayer in the body of Christ is not almost at all because everybody knows they ought to. I think the body of Christ knows they ought to pray. I think they're discouraged. Yeah, they're lazy and they're sleepy, but they're discouraged and they're offended. And I think if we break that off the body of Christ, something powerful could happen. It really could. We're buoyed in the love of God. We're like, everything he does is good, even if I'm getting kicked back in my brook dries up. Need that kind of stealthy resolve that will not be hindered. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone in the room. I pray by the power of your spirit that you would take these weak words and this problem. Thank you for what you're doing on planet Earth. Thank you for the answers to prayer we love. Thank you for those we don't love as much. Give us big vision. Big vision eyes, big vision that meets sometimes our expectations and interpretations of what you've said and what we've prayed are not manifest in the way that we expect. So I pray for the, a reinfusing of hearts of hope in this room. I pray that you raise up the body of Christ, which is to be your praying bride, preaching bride, that brings your great global kingdom to bear. I pray, Lord, we would know how to embrace the pleasure and the pain, the, the cost and the benefits of a prayer life that prays your will. So, Lord, I pray for everybody in this room. I pray that equipped, have 
grace like never before to activate intercessors, to be part of your great house of prayer cultural revolution that's gripping the church. Jesus, we love to sit by the lake by you and you heal us and teach us. We love that. We're going to say by faith, we also love it when you tear through the compromised temple of our lives and turn over the tables where we're selling out. Lord, thank you. You're good. You're so good. That never satisfied us anyway. Thank you for delivering us from the idols of our heart. Thank you for what you're doing now in the body of Christ. Amen.